I'd like to welcome everybody to the challenge. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I am Steve, and I'm home by myself. I'm really home by myself. All this week, I'm by myself. You guys, this week, it's okay. We'll we'll make it through. Don't don't. Hey, listen. I know what you're doing. You're gonna hit pause right now. If you're gonna hit pause, you're gonna move on to the other podcast. Don't do it. Don't do it. We're we're amped up this week. We have some of your guys' takes, which I asked you for on Facebook. And Twitter and Instagram, we have some takes coming through that I'm going to read or play the audio of you guys who have sent it in. We appreciate that. So you're going to hear some different takes. We got some good takes in here, guys. Listen, I've read them. I've heard them. I've listened to them. They're great. There are some good takes in here. They're hot. So get your air conditioner ready. <clears throat> and then um, we're just going to speed through kind of this week by myself and uh, get to a few things that just really make me question what we're all doing here at this point. So uh, if this is your first time, um, this is a weird week for you to find us. But you know what? Congratulations. Welcome in. And uh, let's get going, guys. This week, um, just a really strange week. First of all, last week was an hour. We're back to an hour and a half this week. What? What what is happening already? I I assume this week was going to be an hour, and then I'm watching, and I'm like, this is they're going to cliffhanger us. We're getting to the hour mark, and then all of a sudden, it just kept going, and I was like, oh, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Uh, okay, but that's about par for the course at this point. And then, not only did did that occur. But another thing that was a, a big change to me, the last week's double agents are picking the order? Anybody? I mean, have we been doing this all year and they just are now showing this to us? This seems strange. What, what's happening here? Oh, what's happening here is, yes, they probably have been doing this all season, but this is the first time a storyline is based off Leroy uh, potential, uh, Leroy and Casey putting Kyle and Anissa first. There's no way they had this crate all season with all these names on plates. There's no way they just made it for this week. I find that very hard to believe. But you know what? I could be wrong. I, I could be wrong. This was just super strange for me and i was just looking around being like where did this where did this crate come from we're just first time oh you've been doing this all season and now you're just showing us cool cool we appreciate what week is this 15 cool 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 14 15 it's all bleeding together guys it's all bleeding together um but we have an underwater challenge Boy, did I expect exactly what happened. <laughs> I don't know how many of you guys were, but I'm I they they said you're gonna be underwater and you're gonna have an air canister basically as your breathing apparatus, and I go, Yeah, there's, there's about one to two groups who are gonna be able to do this. 
And also, like, how long was the instructional video that they had to watch on how to use one of these? I'm sure there was a guy, right? There's a guy. He's like, okay, what's up? Hi, welcome to Iceland. My name is Sven. I don't know if that's a Iceland name, but you, you, you get what I'm saying. Um, this is how you use the breathing apparatus. You're basically going to just however, and you're just going to breathe normally. All right, everybody, let's go to the water. I'd be like, um, Sven, can I like practice this at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, here's here's one of them. You can try it on here. Oh, okay, that's great. Uh, I'm still not going to be comfortable going underwater and competing for a million dollars with this thing in my mouth. But thanks for coming, Sven. I appreciate you. And uh, I don't know about you. I'm very impressed by Kyle and Nisa here. I I I thought it was going to go far worse for their chemistry than it did, and um, it was great. It was great. I, I loved everything about this. I love seeing teams DQ. I do like when that happens sometimes where one or two people can't do it. Um, and then we did have basically three groups, you know, and, and TJ told us that it was very close. You know, it was very close. The, the two groups really killed it. You know, Cam and CT and um, Leroy and Casey. You know, you guys really killed it. And, you know, TJ Lavin just lying to us for time number one this week and leading this big distraction only to give us the winners as Kyle and Anissa. And boy, was I excited for that. They knew they were going to go in if they didn't win. How many times have we heard on this show this year and seasons before, you know, I really need a win so I don't go in this week. And then they don't win. This was one of those big payoff moments that I absolutely enjoyed thoroughly. And boy, did this shake up the house. They were not ready for this. They were just not ready for this. And of course, Kyle now. Kyle is just the happiest boy on the face of the earth. Just coming back into the house tons of energy, just really excited. Him and Anissa put their names up on the board. They're just jazzed. And I just thought to myself, man, Kyle, he's he's just going to start scheming. He's going to want to throw everybody in, on, even though you can only throw one person in. He's going to be like, I want to send four people in. You can't do that, Kyle. I, I'm sorry you can't do this. Um, but he came in after hearing from Anissa that Corey wanted him, you know, Corey wanted to go in. He wanted to face Kyle. You know, whatever. I get it. And um, Kyle's back in the house, drunk on power, which is the best type of drunk. And he just comes up to Corey and says, Hey, Corey, who do you want then? Um, yeah. You're going to say something smart. It doesn't matter what you want. It's what I want, Corey. <laughs> he wanted me. He wanted me, and now you're not getting it. Oh, you're not getting it. I didn't say I wanted you. Not getting you. it. Yeah, you did. I didn't say I wanted you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Just the the walk and the little dance. I, you know, so many of you probably still dislike Kyle, and I don't get it. I just don't get it. He is so entertaining. You know, I, I whatever. 
I love him so much. He's become a great narrator. He gets it. He's funny. He's always entertaining. Listen, he how many how many seasons in a row is this for him to like get to the end here at this point? Like quite a few, I think, in a row. I mean, I could go back and check that. I'm not going to do it now because I'm flying, 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 blah, blah. I'm flying solo, just trying to control the board, as we call it. You know, control the board and the levels all by myself and carry the show. Well, as you can hear, I got a little congestion going on right now, but that's all right. Winners win. The unofficial official must go on at all times to entertain you and your potential loved ones in the car. Hopefully not small children. You should have figured that out by now. Some of you didn't, but I and again we're we're sorry about that, but you know, we're powering on. Sounds different this week, but we're making it work. We're here for you guys. And I just loved just the whole just it doesn't matter who who you wanted to go against. And it reminded me, I don't know how many of you guys know this guy. Um, he was he was a wrestler at one point, um, you know, small wrestler. I don't know how many people have heard of him, but his name is The Rock. And this used to be one of his catchphrases. He would walk up to people and say something kind of similar to this. The Rock says this, Michael Cole, jabroni. How do you feel about the match? Well, I think it's it doesn't be- matter how you feel. <laughs> I mean, listen to that. Listen to that against like what what Kyle said, right? I mean, Kyle offered it up to him, being like, "Hey, you know, who do you want?" Uh, Corey, who do you want then? Um, and Corey's just like, yeah. um, "You're gonna say something smart." It doesn't matter what you want. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> so, so good, so amazing. I loved everything about it. And um, that's that's where we're at. Um, the the daily overall, I love like uh, again, beautiful location. I've been saying that all season. And to be like between tech, uh, I uh, see. I can't even do it. I'm doing what they did. They had a whole piece, tectonic plates. I think I did it right. Tectonic plates, the clearest water in the world. Apparently, that's very cool. I'd love to do that. And uh, just again. Great visuals uh, this this week in Iceland all season. Uh, here's what happened then. Leroy, for the first time all season, I feel, went into full panic mode. I think he rubbed his face like 405 times this episode because he was just real nervous. He was nervous that he was going to get thrown in because he put Kyle first and rightly show, you know, if Kyle wanted to, you know, pick somebody to do that to, he could definitely do that. Um, and throw them in. But this is the beginning of where I feel something was weird about this week. Because I'm going to tell you right here. Obviously, we know him and Jarrell talk later. And Jarrell gives like a beautiful moment of like an, a true OG vet. Like, man, like it is what it is. I'll go down there. I'll win if I need to. And I'll just take your partner. Fuck me, Jarrell. Just, and if that didn't send Leroy more into panic mode, I don't know what it was. Just full-fledged, now rubbing his face an additional 727 times. Just pure, like, focused from the four-time champion in Jarrell. Like, 
do what you got to do. But I'm always going to be ready. Always going to be ready. And I would agree. Jarrell is always ready. That and hot and ready pizzas. Never mind. They don't get any love. They don't get any love. They had their opportunity. And they missed. Multiple times. Even after our meetings with them. They missed. That's right. You heard it for the first time. We had meetings. And they missed. They swung and they missed. Anywho. But Leroy freaking out. And he really thinks... For some reason, he is going to be the house vote. I don't know why. Why? Why do you think that? First of all, you're partnered with a big brother, big brother player in Casey, whose number one is another big brother player that is paired with Nani, who you're her number one. This was never going to be Leroy. Why are you freaking out? Kayla's going to vote you in, obviously. So who does that leave at that point? Who does it leave? Just Jarrell. Jarrell and Amber. And again, I ask you, why were they so sure this was a men's elimination week? I, don't we all have to assume it was going to be a double, Right. Like, we assumed, all right, there's one guy left who hasn't, doesn't have a skull. There's one girl left who doesn't have her skull. Clearly, this is going to be a double elimination. It wasn't, but we'll get to that. Nani. Oh, good God. I can't with her anymore. I just, she's out with Fessy already. One week, his foot kicked her in the face. She's out. I, th- I never want to be partnered with Nani. She just changes her mind all the time. The original, she hated Kyle. Then she then she wanted to get rid of Kyle. He didn't take the game seriously enough. She got rid of Kyle. She got with Josh, who, like, whatever about Josh as a competitor. But, you know, their relationship is good. Okay, great. And then you lose him. And then you're like, I'm back with Kyle again. How terrible is this? Ugh. Oh, Fassie, I'm going to take Fassie. Fassie, uh, yeah, I've been with him one week. I'm uh, One week, a.k.a. two days. I, I got to get rid of him. Man, that Kyle guy, I, I really like Kyle. What the fuck is going on? What are you doing? It's just, I, I don't know. What are you doing? Make up your mind. This all, it just, it doesn't, for the future, Nani, not really the best situation. And like just because you and Fessy don't talk well in an underwater challenge and you don't communicate well in an underwater challenge is an isolated incident. You're you're ready to jettison who everybody has wanted this entire time as a partner. I I don't I don't understand. You would think after all these years it would just be smooth sailing. No. Not at all. Not at all. But, you know, what can you do? We get to the votes because there's now this thought process of who who do we throw in? And 
and there's really one clear choice, right? It's Corey and Big T. It's Corey and Big T. Why would you go any other way? You should throw in Corey and Big T. They want to be the house vote. Give them the house vote. But no. But no. No, 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 no. They all decide we should throw one of ourselves in. We shouldn't let them do that. Um, so you're giving the double agents the easy answer to throw in Corey and Big T, and then you are all going to vote for th- for them because you think by you putting in one of your own that they'll automatically put in Corey and Big T. There's no there's no guarantee that if you voted for Drell, they would throw in another team with a skull. That they would not do that. There's no guarantee. They could have really fucked this whole thing up. No, no. I, I, I think that this was them sitting there thinking, today is a female day. Today has to be a female day. And it would have been Big T versus Amber for a skull. And then basically, you know, everyone's off to the finals. In so many ways. Because, or or it was a double. You know, it was a guy and a girl going in. They'd both fight for it. And it would be, la-di-da, we got rid of a team. Welcome to the finals. It wasn't that. For whatever dumb, dumb reason, it was not that. Because to this date, we have, we've had six female eliminations resulting in five skulls because Natalie was thrown back into the pot. So five skulls and no steals for the men, including tonight. We are now up to eight. So seven going into tonight. In fact, all the men's skulls were accounted for on week eight. When Josh got his. Week eight. And now all of a sudden. We're having another men's day. Again I ask. What is going on? Like. Because. You guys. This is the week where I need some help. Because I have no clue, as somebody who's watched this show for this long, what the hell is going on? How do you have another male elimination this week? Because it's now done what I told you it was going to do. You now have all the men who have had a chance to get a skull that wanted it. And next week, which I assume you're going to have another female elimination, all the females are going to get a chance. So now you're going to be left in another situation where the skulls are absolutely meaningless. The whole elimination is meaningless. Dailies are meaningless. Who is watching this? Who, what, like, who's watching the kids on production? Really? Really? I, I, I don't get it. I, I'm now going to change and play the role of a challenge producer. I'm going to take some water before I become that person. Let me get into character here. There we go. 
Okay, I'm going to be a challenge producer. Here we go. Uh, Steve, uh, love love listening to the unofficial official. Um, but, you know, we, we did have four women go home this season. You know, three were medical things. One, uh, you know, air quote quit and air quote. I, I'm now going to be, I'm now going to be, I'm now switching back to me. <clears throat> uh, thanks for watching. We know, we know you listen. Anyway, uh, cool. So... You could have made this week a female elimination and just have Corey left. And you can tell Corey, hey, man, sorry, I, I told you to get a skull before and now you're going home. I, you know, I've been saying it literally every week this season. TJ has literally been saying it every week of this season for 14 weeks at this point and you're going to set a bad precedent for going forward just just do it because the whole reason you do this dumb skull thing is from a few seasons ago where basically everybody who went the final didn't see the floor didn't see the elimination floor now Corey who has not had to participate in nearly half these fucking challenges this season, he gets a chance by winning one elimination, which we're going to talk about here in a few seconds, that was a fucking fuck job of a fucking, pardon me, elimination? No, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. And I know all of you listening are not here for that either. Because this elimination was a, was a cluster F too, an absolute cluster F, an absolute cluster F. I love TJ Lavin, but he lied to us twice this week. He lied to us up front, you know, the little ropey dope, you know, distraction move, and then he lied when he said this. This is the third rendition of this game. I doubled the size. Sure. I tripled the resistance. Uh, not possible. Not possible. But did you, is there a different word that you meant by resistance? Because I don't think so. Because what I saw, there was no resistance. There was absolutely no resistance. Corey got to his thing. And Jarrell was just past the last one. And he went, he went flying. But he was well past it. And then the last, the second one, when they were so close, none of them had any pull. What well, what was that? It was a it was a forty yard dash. There was no resistance. Okay, there wasn't a lot of resistance. So what was three time that resistance? What was three less than that? Just like a fucking you know dangly rope of a hundred yards just hanging out by itself? Because there was no resistance on that. Absolutely none. There's no way. There's no way they tested that and was like, yep, ship shape. Let, let's go. Because this was over in 10 seconds. And Corey now gets to go to the final for that? No. He sat out all year. All year. Because all of his partners went home. All year he was rogue. Didn't participate. Got to vote. And then gets a skull right at the end. After what? This is the third men's skull that has been stolen? That's the third men's skull that's been stolen everybody three three unbelievable 
Devin's was stolen. Josh's was stolen. Josh's was stolen. And now Jarrell's was stolen. So you had three. Count them three steals. And no steals for the women yet. Makes no sense. Even bigger than this, Ember B is now rogue going into next week. Going into what we have to imagine, please, for the love of God, is the last women's elimination. Which, again, you don't need to actually go in early to get a skull because you'll have a chance because everyone's going to fucking vote you in like we all love each other. Amber B is rogue. <laughs> so you're either going to have Casey, Nani, Anissa, or Cam going into the elimination with Big T. I mean, that's that's where we're at. Again, who's watching the producers on this season? This has been so papa. Well, you know, we did have a lot of people leave. Yeah, in like week three. In week three. Don't, don't get me started. Don't get me started on when they left. They left really early. Really early. Nicole was out week three. Liv was out week four. Natalie out week five. I mean, what's going on? Clearly, you were saving it for next week because I saw part of what happens next week. I won't say it, but you were—you had to figure out a way of getting yourself to that eliminate to that daily. That's what this is, and that's fucking terrible. That this is what it is. That's so dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This has been all negative. All negative. But we got some good takes from you guys coming up. But this just really, really made me think, what the heck was going on this whole week? Just like one thing after another made absolutely zero sense. Triple the resistance. Come on. Come on, TJ. I know you were probably told to say that. But come on, man. Just just a really, really bad effort there that I, I don't, I don't know, man. Whatever, whatever. All right, let's get to your guys' takes. This is, this is going to be exciting. So we're going to start with our takes that came in on our Hot Takes Hotties Facebook page, which you should all be over there just hanging out with each other and, and loving life. And our first one, our first fifth one, wow, that was that was impressive, Stephen. Our first one, there we go, comes from our good friend Stacy Boone, uh, and it says the following: My take, Kyle was dumb for putting in virus, maybe virus, Corey, Corey, probably Corey. He should have put in two strong guys against each other, and it would have gotten out a strong guy. Yeah. They didn't want uh they didn't want to because they were afraid to be targeted next week. Well, they already are. Kyle and Nisa would have gone in if they hadn't won. I would have done Darrell versus C T or Fessy. I mean, it's a it's a very strong take. I, I like the take, Stacy. Um you're right. It it seemed like a very silly move there for them to to do. And we you saw um when they were in the room. <laughs> God was just throwing everybody's name out. And we have a follow-up or respond to that take from Fabian, who says, Anissa would have never agreed to do it. She plays a scared game. 
Wow. Hot take. That's a hot take. But it's also... Uh, it's kind of it's true. It's kind of true. You're right. Stacey, they're going in next week, right? If they don't win again, they're going in. Like, you have to assume Anissa goes in next week. Um, At this point, Kyle probably feels fine because he's thinking there's no way this is another male week. So, you know, whatever. If I lose Anissa, uh, okay, great. I'll end up with either Big T or, um, uh, or Amber is basically what it's at now, I would have to assume. But I do like the idea of going against, of putting Darrell against CT or Fessy. I really do. I think you put in Darrell and CT against each other. It makes a great thing. You can blame it on CT stealing your partner. You can say, hey, listen, you guys are the biggest, you're the biggest threats up there. Darrell's got four. CT's got uh, three, three. I don't want to run against both of you in the final let me let me just try to get one of you out of here. It's a great option. It's a great option for Kyle. Uh, again, Anissa would not have done it, so you're kind of stuck there. But also, who gives a shit? Go swing for the fence, Anissa. Like, like what's gonna happen? You're gonna go in next week. You already know it, so might as well go. Like, try and again, unless you win next week, unless you win. Um, our next take comes from Michael, uh, who says. We need a battle of the shows for one of the next seasons. Survivor versus Big Brother versus The Challenge. Hey, Michael, great take, first of all. And second, I'm here for it. If we can kind of get the numbers even in a way, I'm here for it. There's probably some people that played Survivor that would love to be on The Challenge. You know, there's some people who, you know, we have enough Big Brother people, I feel, at this point. Do we? I feel like we probably do. Yeah. Or you could do Big Brother versus the Challenge versus the World, where it's everybody from all the other programs that we've brought in, like especially all the UK kids. You're gonna have to fall into a camp because, you know, I guess technically the only Challenge people are people, real world road rules people from back in the day, right? Our fresh meat people, like that. So you're gonna have to even up the numbers somehow. But I do like that as a format. Uh, especially if there's three teams competing. I think that adds some intrigue when you have three teams and not just two. I really like that. Uh, we have a take from Autumn. What's up, Autumn? Thanks for reaching out. Uh, this is uh, this says, Jarrell's response to Leroy telling him he's probably going in was the best response to finding out they're in jeopardy ever. True OG. I mean, you nailed it, Autumn. That's what I was saying earlier. Took it like a grown-up and then told him, that's fine, but if he comes back, he's taking his partner. Great strategy for Jarrell. It's almost as Jarrell was saying, thanks for doing me the favor so I could get me a better partner. <laughs> I mean, I mean, again, you're you're not wrong. You're you're definitely not wrong. It's I mean, you're not you're not wrong. It was great. I love Jarrell in that moment. And it just it, it just goes to show like the, the people who have been doing this for a long time feel very differently than everybody else, right? It's it's the newbies who are always really shaken up um, going into these that just don't really know, I, I don't know what to do, you know? They're just, they never really feel like they're ready, I don't think. Um, 
but that was great. Those those are our ones from our from our hot takes hotties. Um, we do have a couple that came through on the gram. Well, let's go to Twitter first. Let's go to let's go to Twitter first. So we're gonna start uh, with my girl Cat. Um, hey Cat, how's it going? Cat sent in some takes here uh, for this season. And again, I just want to thank everybody for helping out this week, pitching in, giving your takes to get on air. Uh, since uh, we're a little short staffed this week, but I appreciate you guys for doing this. And uh, I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, hopefully we'll do this again. Maybe at the end of the year we'll ask you for some takes uh, and things like that. So, oh, I mean, Kat's starting out strong. She says, I do have some hot takes. So turn on the AC in the car, everybody. Even if you live, you know, up north, because these sound like they're about to be hot. Here we go. I do have some hot takes. Longtime challenge fan here. I've been watching con- uh, consistently since around the island. But uh, caught up with all the previous seasons back when MTV would play marathons. Other than the ridiculousness? Cat. Cat. What are you talking about? They play other things. They have marathons that are other than ridiculousness? Cat. You might need to go get checked. Are you feeling okay? Uh, It continues. My main hot take for the current state of the challenge has to do with the red slash gold skulls. Oh, cat. I love where this is going. I think production's move was a lazy band-aid on their broken structures. Wow. Part of the gameplay is to stay out of elimination or go in against someone you can beat. In in it no way makes you a better competitor by having to go in. And now we've seen two seasons that have suffered from lack of drama around the votes. I mean, you're absolutely correct. Sure, there's a new set of drama, but it's not as good. They wanted to do the skull twist because the War of the Worlds 2, where most of the finalists hadn't gone into an elimination, but they created a format where it was advantageous to throw challenges and not even try to win. For instance, imagine how amazing this season would have been if they had gone in like an old school format. Whoever comes in last automatically goes in. Uh, Let me try that again. Sorry. Whoever comes in last goes in automatically, and whoever wins can send in whoever they want. Cat? You're talking my fucking language. You're talking my language. And I love it. I love it. The people who didn't compete this season have been the ones who have had all the power. We're going to throw in whoever. And that what ma- that's what makes those alliances clump up. And you see what we are seeing towards the end of the season right now. Um, she continues. Then, uh... Yeah, then everyone is going to try at that point. Some people might throw it just enough to not get first place, which brings its own set of drama and it can be fun to watch. But it can also switch up one alliance from having all the power because all it takes is one team from the other alliance to win and they get all the power. I'd be happy to discuss this as a third pod co-host <laughs> with a uh, tongue-out emoji. It might be fun if you guys tried di- bringing on different people for certain weeks, not necessarily having one female to replace the wonderful Brooke. Uh, the, the TLDR of all this, the I, guys, am I old? I don't know what that means. The long and short of it, the, the, oh, God. Oh, God, I don't know what it means. The TL colon DR, the, uh, uh, the lazy Durrell reading. No, that didn't work. Let me try again. These lady drill 
r- roadsters. Wow. Okay. Uh, the LRDR of all this. The, I feel like it's the long and short of this. I feel like that's probably what it is. Anywho, the Skull Twist is a sloppy replacement for a format that allows performance and challenge and politics to both play a part in who goes to elimination and who doesn't. You know, that's a slow clap. That's a that's a great take. I, I, I didn't take my own advice. I didn't turn the air on here. I just didn't. I'm very sorry about that. Um, but I like it. I mean, so many great points about the fact that I, I love that idea this season with so many people being new, how that would have changed if the last team each week automatically went in and then the next team, you know, the winning team got to pick, as they do now, but there's no house vote, no house vote. You know, again, that might have some issues with it on its own, but I think you can create different formats of this within its own each season. But now we've we've just gone and screwed the pooch completely all together. And I don't know what we can really do about it. I, I, I just, I don't. I, I'm very confused on how we kind of get ourselves... Um, out of that now because we've just dragged ourselves in, into a dark hole. Uh, another take from the Twitter machine from one of our fantastic listeners. We love you all. Uh, this one's from Victoria. She says, hot take. I don't like the everyone has to get a gold skull rule. I mean, we're on the same, we're on the same track. Also, other people have liked this, uh, this tweet as well the players are just allowing everyone a chance to get theirs i'd rather see politicking deceiving i mean also politicking let's let's not forget about that politicking uh in trying to get out of elimination then watch okay who are we gonna help this week end of take uh, victoria again love it you guys are really bringing it i love this you bring in great takes from new perspectives, and I'm here for all of it. Great job, Victoria. Great job. Uh, we do have a few more here before we get to the end. We do have two, two count them, two audio recordings from people this week. So this is going to be fantastic. I, I love this, and thank you very much uh, for the two people who sent this in. Because I'm here for it. I'm absolutely here for it. This is great. This one is from uh, not the CT you think of, but a different CT. Hey guys, CT here again with my hot take for this week's episode of The Challenge. Leroy, Leroy, Leroy. You've been saying all season, this is your time. You're going to win. You'll play dirty. You'll do whatever it takes. And I've kept quiet. I've been watching. Oh. I've been watching you run with the numbers, letting your girlfriend control the alliance, tell you what moves to make. Oh. And I've just been keeping quiet. And now this episode, you've got your chance to prove that you want to win, that you'll do whatever it takes. And you can't do it. You tell Darrell you're going to vote him in. Granted, you voted him in. Fine, I'll give you that. But you tell him that he's going in. Why would you tell the better competitor that they're going in to oh. give them a chance to mentally prepare 
to go in. You, you don't want the better or competitor to win. You want to win, Leroy. I, I don't know if you're lying to us or lying to yourself, but even in the elimination, you're conventional saying, I really want Darrell to win. Yeah, I guess you do. Don't talk about it, Leroy. Be about it. Wow. Don't talk about it. Be about it. That was the take from CT there. Thank you very much. We appreciate the uh, the 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 audio take. I liked it. I liked it. I mean, I would love to. I don't know if I'd go as far as saying Darrell is the better competitor. I would like to see that actually take place. And I also don't feel like this week we would have seen who's the better competitor because this week was an absolute joke of elimination that deserves absolutely zero place on a challenge floor going forward. Zero place. Just give me all fucking hall brawls. Like, come on. We're going to do three things. We're going to do one thing three times, three variations, and, and it's not hall brawl? Or rip the stick away? For the last, for the last, to, to be able to steal the skulls, the elimination should be harder. I said it. The elimination should be harder. They should. You're going to steal it? Cool. Um, fantastic. Uh, you're going to get an absolute beast of an endurance one, and you're going to see if you if you can steal it. That's where we're at. I think we just I think we just fixed this for the producers, guys. Hi, producers. What's up? Sorry, I called you children earlier, but. You know, you were being children. Um, that's what it is. You're going to steal. We now know before you go into the crater. None of this whole blindsiding thing. Whatever. But it, you, it, the vote has to happen before we go there. I like that. Because now, if you are going to steal a skull, that gives us time to make sure that we give you a fucking amazing elimination that you have to go into. None of this just run as quickly as you can and hit a button. This is the challenge. This is the goddamn challenge. Can you imagine somebody who's been convincing people like all this season, hey, just watch the challenge. It's great. It's super competitive. And then they saw that as the elimination. Come on. Clown stuff. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. There's got to be somebody who, who sits there as a like senior level executive producer and goes, uh, yeah, we're not, we're not, this is, no. No, that's not what we do. This is the challenge. No, sir. We get uh, we, the bottom rung is swinging from a thing, collecting puzzle pieces and making a puzzle. That's like the floor. Nothing below that. Nothing. Get out of here with that. All right. Our last audio recording of a take comes from uh, from Lena Jules. Let's go iTunes user Luna Jules coming at you with a season-wide take. Listen By the way, quality. that's not my real name. My name is Julia, and I have a cat named Luna. Oh. Anyways, this is a rare opportunity to have my voice be heard, and I hate to break it to you, but I'm going to take it to stand up for Big Brother. Oh. Um. So when it comes to betrayal and strategy, manipulation, backstabbing, these shows have more in common than they would like to admit. Okay, so let's think about the beginning of the season. So many players from Devin, CT, and even Jarrell, who, let's be honest, he's never watched Big Brother. They try to draw this line in the sand, saying things like, oh, we aren't like them. Those people <laughs> are snakes. They'll stab their best friend in the back. 
I mean, I'm sorry. Isn't that what all 36 seasons of The Challenge have also been about? Sure. I mean, let us not forget our own history of betrayals. Cough, cough, Johnny and Sarah, Hunter and Ashley. I mean, this is what we love to see. This is what keeps us coming back for more. I'm not complaining. But this season, I think so much of Big Brother's characteristics and behavior got explained to us by Devin, calling them snakes and saying they suck. But I really wish MTV could show flashbacks using footage from CBS to really show who these people are. I mean, we get flashbacks for everything from an MTV storyline, but we are never shown footage from Big Brother. And I really think it would provide insight on who these people are as competitors. Everyone seems to be valuing Fessy this year. Like, right after Nani stole him, she said, verbatim, physically, he's great. Politically, he's awesome. An opinion which, of course, shifted the moment she was kicked in the face by Fessy. (laughs) But when she said that, all I could think about was that infamous scene from Big Brother of Fessy laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, recounting every horrible game-ruining move he made. Fessy is no political threat. We know this. But you know who is a threat? Casey, or who I like to call Leroy's Golden Ticket, which he <laughs> deserves. He deserves that golden ticket. I've said it from the beginning, and I'm saying it now. Say it Casey again. and Leroy will win this thing. And it's Whoa. a shame non-Big Brother viewers will never truly get the magnitude that is Casey. I mean, she won Big Brother, and so did Josh, which is no easy feat. I mean, all season, the challenge has made Josh out to be a fucking idiot, a big dope. Meanwhile, he's sitting on 500000 in a winning title. I mean, that counts for something. You know, sometimes I wish MTV could use CBS footage to actually show us some of this stuff. It would give a little respect, but most importantly, context to these players' games. Good point. All right, that's it. I want to give a big shout out to the Right Reality Podcast, my official, official challenge podcast, providing all the hot takes and the most fabulous and lovely air horn noises. Have a good one. Bye. The most fabulous air horn noises? You mean like the air horn right here? Good job. Good job. Lena Jules. I just like it. I know that's not your real name, but I just, I just like saying Lena Jules. It's nice. It, it, it kind of rolls off the tongue. It's a little bit easier to say Lena Jules, Lena Jules. I mean, there were so many takes in there, too. Just like a plethora of takes. And also the audio quality. Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, I don't see how they could not get the deal done. It's all Viacom. They're all under one umbrella. Give us the CBS clips. Like, show us the Big Brother stuff. That would really help. I think that would really, really help. Like, there's got to be stuff that they have of these people together. And maybe it's because they were not on seasons together and they don't want to show the people who are not on the challenge but there's 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 footage. I mean, there's footage. I think that would help. I, I really do. I also think that the difference between Big Brother and, and the challenge, specifically when it comes to the quote-unquote backstabbing, is, yeah, we do this. We do this all the time. Big Brother, it's more kind of like expected because you're really never going to see these people again. Like, even if you brought into another season, the chance that somebody else from the one season you were on is going to be on another season of Big Brother... Not going to happen. Challenge much differently. And I think that's what's happened a lot recently is people are more willing to just like help each other out because the money is so vast now 
that next season, it's kind of like a thought of like, hey, I helped you last season. Like, you gotta you gotta pay me back. There's a lot of money involved now. Um, but yeah, we 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 need to be able to get that fixed. As for Leroy and the Golden Ticket, like, I I assume that was spoiler free because I'm unspoiled and I I'm assuming it. She didn't say they are winning. She said they're, they're, she just assuming they're gonna win because she said it from the beginning of the season. You know, I don't know. And also, if we go to the final with these partners, like, I don't know, man. I'm just going to be disappointed. I think it's just a very weird situation this season. I think we got two episodes left, and we're done. Um, And honestly, I'm ready for the finish line. Get me to the finish line. Actually, you know what? It has to finish next. It has to finish soon. Because there's no way they're going to have two seasons running at the same time. Because the the season of... um, uh, what what are we calling it? All stars, right? Which, like, why are we do, why are we doing that, guys? But why why are we doing that? Anybody? 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 No. Any, anybody? No. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I mean, we did get a write up in in um in Variety. <laughs> we got a write up in Variety about it. Or, uh, they broke where where it was filmed. It was filmed in, uh, uh, I believe they said Argentina, if memory serves me correctly. Yeah, but that starts on the 1st. So I, I have a strong feeling this week, which will be the 24th, will be the one that will eliminate, you know, one more female elimination. Um, and then the 31st is the final, which leads them perfectly into the 1st. April Fool's Day for uh, the Challenge All-Stars on Paramount Plus, which I guess I'm going to have to get. So that's where we stand on that. Uh, I believe that was all of the... No, no, no. I do have one more take. I do have one more take. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Julie, I didn't forget about you. Julie, I got you. I got you. We have a take from our friend Julie. Um, she's got a couple and you know what I really, I like about this take is that not only are there, are, are they good takes? Cause I read them already. Um, they're broken down into sections. So like take one, take two, take three, just, just boom, boom, take one. You think you've had enough? No, no, no. Here's another take, take two and so on and so forth. So here's Julie's hot takes. She says. Number one, wetsuits are truly the great equalizer. <laughs> I like that. That's a good starting point. Uh, number two, that puzzle during the daily is a sad excuse for a puzzle for a million dollars. Anyone who reached it solved it. I don't feel like it's usually. I don't feel like. I don't feel like is usually the. Uh, I don't feel like it's usually the case for most challenges. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. Uh, number three, gold skulls are so ridiculous. Seems to be a running theme with everybody. It seems like yet again, everyone will get a chance. I mean, yeah, like you guys have said a million times on the podcast. Thank you very much. There is no reason to take big risks during the beginning of the season because everyone is going to get a chance. Another poorly uh, executed gimmick. Also, I hate the briefcases. Please stop calling them agents. Security breaches are insane. 
Insert the opposite of an air horn. Boom, 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 boom. Wham. I tried to do my best uh, Price is Right losing song, music thing there. Boom, 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 boom. Wham. I hope some of you got that. Number four, Big T. Why are you taking back CT with open arms? I forgot about this. How did I miss this in our recap? How did I miss this, guys? I know why, because I didn't write it down in my notes. Because maybe I was so angry by this. Where's that fire you had to send him in every time? I feel like we had a missed, we missed a conversation or something where they patched things up because we went from enemies to pals too quickly after they had their blow up. And she swore to put him in at every chance. I suppose he is her only chance to maybe get a skull. She either has to go rogue and have no chance or go with him. I do think picking Big T was the right move for CT. Right, the right move for CT right now, and that being with Cam did provide him safety, but they didn't have seem to have great chemistry. Yeah, that that is, um, you know, he even said sometimes two people trying to do a puzzle is is the worst thing ever. We've seen that many a times on this. Also, we didn't have a lot of that this season. I love a good team season where there's a puzzle and you got twenty people touching the pieces and everybody's yelling, ah. Oh, good times, guys. Uh, number five, Kyla's in power is one of the best parts about this season. Insert clip of him dancing and taunting Corey in the bedroom. I mean, we played it earlier, but it is quite good. It is. I mean, it is. It is quite good. And now you're not getting it. Ooh, you're not getting it. I didn't say I wanted you. You're getting it. I didn't say I wanted you. Oh, there you go. I love it so much. Uh, number six, Casey is a snore fest. <laughs> I respect her ability to stay out of drama, but she is so wildly uninteresting. I mean, that is a take. I Wildly uninteresting to watch. Her and Leroy's partner partnership is great for them, but there is no story there. The producers can't even pull anything out of their partnership other than, quote, we don't talk ever, but we do great in challenges. Yay us. <laughs> oh, great one, Julie. Uh, number seven. The hits keep coming here, guys. Number seven. Leroy would be nowhere this season without Cam. She stays cool and strategic while he gets nervous and stressed as seen in this episode. It's very, very true. Uh, like, if, Leroy, if, if they weren't together, uh, I feel like Leroy would have been gone already. Uh, number eight. The music... <laughs> The music budget for this season must be insane. It probably is. And again, I think this is why it's only being shown one time now. I mean, it, it, that's what I'm that's what I have to believe at this point. Uh, number nine in the igloo in the igloo, Leroy calls Kyle a snake because he tells too many people he won't say their name. And then immediately after. Leroy says he will do anything to win, which would include telling someone he won't say their name and then we'll say it. Cough, cough, Jarrell. It's the same damn thing. <laughs> oh, man. You're bringing hits. Number 10. Nani is playing a classic Nani game. Chaotic and emotional. She and Fessy really be killing me this season. He is the worst partner for her. 
She loved being with Josh, and as far as personality and emotional intelligence go, Fessy is the exact opposite of him. Why would she think that would work? <laughs> Julia Killer. Um, number eleven. In case you didn't know, Kyle's girlfriend is pregnant. I do. I do. I cannot wait for when Kyle's girlfriend gives birth. And a few seasons from now, he will be in an interview saying, suck it, Corey. I'm winning from me family. Guys, I just I just did it. I feel like I just did a really good Kyle impersonation. I, I feel like I really nailed it. Oh, I'm very proud of that. Tell me I did well. Tweet me and tell me that was good. Number 12, Anissa and Kyle should have made a bigger power move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither of them have good relationships with the rest of the teams. To make it through another round of eliminations, if they don't win, they are both seen as weaker choices for elimination. This was their time, and they missed it. They have nothing to lose. Kyle knows it. Anissa needs to get on board. Well, I mean, again, just an, another strong one. Oh, the, number 13 is about TJ Lavin. Watch out. TJ hyping up this elimination, talking about how he made it. Much harder and triple the resistance had me so excited. It was, I, I was still going to be a great one to watch, but I wanted them in the dirt for hours, like a real who wants it more challenge elimination instead of straight foot race. Corey was actually impressive, and Jarrell never had a chance. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, they had to know that this was all a foot race, right? They had to know that if it was a foot race, that we needed to tighten it up even a little bit more. To make sure that we were guaranteed something other than one person running at full speed, jumping and hitting the button, and your elimination is 10 seconds long. Like, the time it took them to get everybody up on the podiums, up on the thing in the crater, and make sure everybody's mics were on, took longer than this elimination. And that should never happen again on this show. Unbelievable. Again, we're here for hire. We know you listen to us. Just bring us fucking along. Just bring us along. We're here. And number 14, the last one from Julie, who's had a very good, very good run of takes right now. While Amber B was crying after Jarrell lost, all I could think was, I can't name three things about you. She is such a strange edit this season. I have no idea what's going to happen with her. Julie, I mean, you, again, great takes. Another strong take there at the end. I, I don't know her from a ham sandwich. I, I don't. Shout out to me. Um... Yeah, it's very strange because sometimes you can tell like how they're editing, what's going to happen. This season, I, I've been just all over the map on things. I did make a prediction at the beginning of the season, which as of now is still holding true. I will reveal that at the end of the year, but so far it's holding true. And guys, to finish, as always... Mom LaFranc, Take of the Week. Hi, it's Mom LaFranc with my Take of the Week. Well, I'm just going to do a quick summary of my thoughts for this season so far. I love the way the challenge changes the format of the game every season. Couples, teams, singles. It seems to keep you guessing every time the season starts. This time was different again, where everyone chooses a partner. A few chose wisely. A few had many regrets. That didn't seem to matter if you won a skull as you were able to change your partners. I loved all that. 
What I didn't love was that some of the teams didn't seem to try too hard during the challenge if they had already won a skull. We saw that several times. I recently watched a couple of old seasons of the challenge when a prize was given to each of the winners <laughs> of the challenge. Two old sidekick. Everyone fought for that prize. Which one of these athletes wouldn't want to win a Peloton bike or a ski trip? Ooh. I hope the Big T gets her chance to win a skull, but honestly, I don't want to lose any of the girls who already have a skull. I like them all. In fact, apart from Sessie, who I'm still not keen on, I really like all the finalists. I am rooting for Leroy to win, as he has been a favorite of mine ever since he started in every season he's been on. Also, he has told us so many, many times, this is his last season. As for the girl, I know Stephen won't agree, but I would like to see Nami finally win. Oh, boy. Not sure if that's going to happen, because Leroy and Casey are going to be partners in the final. Or are they? That may change. We can't wait to watch future seasons of the challenge, but next time, we need more hookups. Sorry, Stephen. Oh. That's my take of the week. Oh. Mom LaFranc saying she needs more hookups. I, I agree. I mean... The one we got this we got one right we got one guys jesus christ we got one hey listen speaking of we just got one i i almost forgot one of our takes and i'm very sorry i almost forgot that it comes from alexis j alexis j i didn't forget about you i caught you right at the end alexis very sorry if you turned it off you're still here alexis j here we go here's my take on this week's episode I was rolling my eyes so hard when Corey was talking about <laughs> I know this is going, wanting to be in control of his game by being the house vote. He doesn't seem to understand that to be in control, he'd have to actually won the daily. He is literally the only dude left, and he's like, well, it's my time. I'm ready. Where's this been? Where's this been this entire game? Oh, right. Sitting out half of the dailies. Well done. Well done. Yeah, I. that's some bullshit. Some bullshit. He, he participated in like half of them. <coughs> right? He's been rogue how many times? I'm going to look it up. Stay with me. Corey, rogue one, two? Two times? That can't be right. Two times? No. No, no, no. Well, he got other partners. So maybe maybe that is right. Two times? Okay. It feels like a billion. But still, it feels like a billion. Um, guys, that will wrap it up for this week. I thank you so much for hanging out and keeping going to the end. Um, I really appreciate everybody who sent something in this week. I love you guys so, so very much. Uh, we love you very much. Uh, we're going to keep doing this as long as we can because we know you guys listen and love it and we love doing it. So again, thank you so, so very much. If you enjoyed it and you haven't written a review for us, do it. We're trying to get some people lined up for the end of the season to come on and talk, um, about the, the whole season, people from this season and others. Um, no word on if we're going to do all stars yet, yet. Uh, we'll have to see how that goes and uh, that wraps it up guys I love you very much I hope everybody's doing well staying healthy and uh, kicking ass and taking names we'll see you next time bye 